It's the Stinkin' Truth Podcast with your host, Mark Schlereth. Thanks to our presenting sponsors, Bet Rivers Sportsbook and Dude Wipes. Now, here's your host, Mark Schlereth. Hey, welcome into the Stinkin' Truth Podcast. Your host, Mark Schlereth, along with my co-host, Mike Evans. Uh, Millennial Ben produced the show. Want to thank our presenting sponsors, Great folks over at Bet Rivers. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers. Uh, check them out. BetRivers.com. Also, my guys at Dude Wipes. DudeProducts.com. Promo code STINK15. 15% off your butt wipes uh, and all the other great products they have over there. Also, StinkingGood.com. Check that out. StinkingGood.com. You want some of my great green chili for the holidays, my uh, queso dip. Check that out. StinkingGood.com. Mike, how are you, buddy? I am good. It's it's been a an interesting week. A uh, uh, matchups matchups that aren't exactly sexy all over the board. But there's one game that really jumps out at me. First of all, I think Baltimore and Pittsburgh is the most intense, actually hate fueled rivalry. Correct that exists in the NFL. But what's been fascinating this week is watching Mike Tomlin throw everything he's got into trying to save this season. It really feels like a last stand type week for the Steelers, doesn't it? Yeah, he feels like the fish that's trying to save Pittsburgh. I don't remember what that that movie was all about, but I remember the title. It's like it's the, the, like there's certain punchlines I remember, like, wrecked him, damn near killed him. I don't remember the joke, but I remember the punchline. The fish that saved Pittsburgh. I loved, 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 loved when, uh, what's the receiver's name? Big kid from... Uh, Big kid from Chase Claypool. Yeah, Chase Claypool came out and said, Well, I think one of the problems is we're not having enough fun in practice. <laughs> and Tomlin came out. Did you hear what Tomlin said to that? That he goes, I tell you what, uh, you know, why don't you worry about playing wide receiver and let me worry about putting the practice schedule together? He goes, I think that that uh, is a fair division of labor. <laughs> I was like, I love, I love Mike Tomlin. There has not been a coach that I have met with. That is better than Mike Tomlin in that room. Commanding the room, getting his message out, telling you exactly the way it is. I mean, no wonder he has never had a losing season. And this is, you know, this will be like where they are right now. This is the concern. I mean, you're in concern. You're in a quarterback with decline who's older. Um, This is the concern for Mike Tomlin because you've got a chance at 5-5-1 to have your first losing season. Four, I think he's been there 14 years, Mike. 14 years, never had a losing season. So, yeah, you got to rally the troops. And this is the time to do it. I mean, I think, you know, you look at the Ravens, dude, they are they are not playing very well. Although they're 8-3, and three, they're just not playing very well. So, I, I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. And Lamar Jackson, it's not that he's been figured out. It's their running game isn't as efficient because of the running backs they have, the injuries they've had. Lamar is, you know, he's he missed a week because he had a cold. Uh, he he was he, he missed time in training camp because of COVID. Um, he hasn't gained his strength back. He hasn't gained his weight back. He hasn't played the same. He just has been. It's been a it's been a little bit of a mess. They've given up tons of big plays on the defensive side of the ball. This is not the Ravens that we've grown accustomed to, and somehow. John Harbaugh still has them at eight and three, which is why I said years ago when there was a concern that uh, they may go in a different direction or there was speculation they may go in a different direction, why I said he'd be out of a job for 27 seconds. He'd be my first hire, that guy. Uh, what a great job he's done. But, yeah, that is a that's, 
That's a real snot-nosed kind of, you know, real punchy-in-the-mouth type of rivalry. Okay, so, but but Pittsburgh's issues, are they fixable? Is it a matter of Tomlin really, you know, cracking the whip this week and re- regaining the focus right. and all of that? Or is it, hey, you, you can play every every trick you have in, in the book to try to get this team inspired and, and bouncing back, but they're just not good enough. What's the issue with the Steelers? Yeah, I think there's, I think there's part of that. You know, we talked about them being torn between two offenses. You know, we, 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 we did that last podcast, so I'm not going to go back to torn between two. I'm not going to do it. No, I'm, don't. I'm not going to. Please. I am not. Focus. I, I refuse. The focosity is going to be strong. Yeah. Eyes forward. Okay. Matt Canada. Their offensive coordinator, you know, this wide zone, what he wants to do. You've got, uh, you've got, you know, you've just got some talent. Young offensive line, take the pressure off them. Continue to run the ball. Najee Harris is is an incredible. I mean, he's an incredible back, but I I still feel like you're acquiescing to a degree and saying, hey, Ben Roethlisberger, in critical situations, go out and let's run spread and let's do this. And, and you know, if Matt Canada wants to to graduate to Matt America, <laughs> if he wants to go from Matt Canada to Matt America, I think you got to take the ball out of Ben Roethlisberger's hands. That's That's where I think it comes down to, Mike, which is hard to say, right? I mean, Matt, I mean, think about that. You don't think Ben, at this stage of his career, nope. would be open to that? I think players are the last ones to really realize that uh, Father Time is kicking them in you the yard. You played with John Elway. You won two Super Bowls with John Elway at the end of his career where he clearly wasn't the same player, and he didn't carry the same kind of burden that he carried for mm-hmm. the first decade and a half of his career. He understood the value of a great running game and Terrell Davis and an offensive line. Mm-hmm. John Elway can do it. Why can't Ben Roethlisberger? Um, well, it depends on it depends on if you're willing, you know, as an organization. Are you telling them this is the way we're going to go? Hey, John. You know, for John, he had gone to three Super Bowls and lost all three Super Bowls. So you could sit there and say, and John has said this before. John has said, hey, you know, I told people all the time that my legacy was complete and I was fine if we didn't win a Super Bowl, which I lied. I wasn't. And so John was in a situation under Mike Shanahan that Mike said, man, we're going to win a Super Bowl, but we got to, this is the way we're going to have to win it. And John's like, fine. Like there's an unselfishness there. Ben won a Super Bowl early in his career. He's won two Super Bowls. Should have been. Like, he wasn't the MVP of either, but he should have been the MVP of that one against the Arizona Cardinals. So, the guy was amazing, especially on that last drive, avoiding a couple sacks, scrambling around, making plays, and that throw to uh, um, San Antonio. Is it San? It's Antonio Holmes. Not San Antonio. That's Texas. Oh God! You are a San Antonio American treasure. San that Antonio. Matt Canada looks at and goes, "Man, that's America right there." San Antonio Holmes, I do. <laughs> focus, focus, <laughs> folks. I do. I deal with this every single day. Every it's, single it's just day. A, it's just the marvel that I that I am allowed to hold a microphone <laughs> every Sunday. Like, do uh, they realize how stupid I am? Apparently not. No. Mike. 
apparently they maybe they just find it. Maybe I'm just like everybody's charity case. Oh, little fella. You're right. That's right. Just little fella. They just fella. don't have the heart to right. tell They're you. They're just like, is somebody going to tell him he's an idiot? No, no, no. Don't tell him that. Right. Don't. So. So, yeah, but, I, you know, I mean, he's won world championships. Yeah. You're always the last. You're just always, as a player, you're always the last to realize you're in decline. Um, because I think we all, I think all guys that listen to this podcast, the, the, we all have that illusion of grandeur. We, we all harken back to the days that, that, you know, we were young. I mean, I always joke around, but it's not a joke. I look in the mirror, I still see 23. I'm ready to roll. Yeah, my beard's a little gray. You know, my skin's a little splotchy. Hair's a little thinner. Well, not really. My hair is tremendous. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. I'm still yoked. Yeah, I am still yoked. Um, but I have it like that. Most of you don't. But <laughs> what I'm saying is that we all still look in the mirror and see 23. And I think I think it's I think it's hard. So you know, uh, like I said, Matt Canada, uh, you got to do what it takes to become Matt America. So the let's look at it Monday night. Uh, the 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 best matchup of the weekend, uh, long weekend, Buffalo and New England. How do you see that one? Man, I I tell you what. Here's the here are the things about New England that I just think intrigue me the most. Because the formula it isn't hard. Right? It it's it's really not. There's this this old saying that I'm trying to come up with in my head right now. And you know, there's that little hamster up there on the wheel. It's just is going a mile a minute. There is smoke right now. coming out of my ears. Um, uh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure it was, it'll come to you. Yeah, it's, or I'll think about it. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's not easy, but it is simple. Mm. How about that? Yeah. So. It ain't easy, but it is simple. And their philosophical approach, Mike, requires intelligence, execution, but I think here's the hardest part, patience. Mm. They are willing to play the long game. They are willing to play the long game through four quarters. And when New England, when you play New England, they bank on the fact that you will become impatient and you'll make more mistakes than they will. And it's not that they're just going to go out there and absolutely lay it on you. Absolutely. You know, but they're going to execute. They're not afraid to punt. They're not afraid to pin you back. They're not afraid to play the field position game. They're just not afraid to be patient. And most teams are so busy chomping at the bit trying to execute the big play, trying to throw the 50-50 ball, trying to throw. It's kind of goes back to my conversation with Brady. When it wasn't arrogant, it was a philosophical approach. I don't throw 50-50 balls. I throw 90-10 balls. And I, I think that goes back to his time with Bill Belichick. We're not afraid to play the patience game, the long game. And they went out, got themselves a quarterback who is insatiable in his appetite for information understanding hell in week three when i called a patriots game bill belichick just said flat out i am not afraid on sunday 
to give him complete and total autonomy at the quarterback position at the line of scrimmage to make sure we're not in a bad play. You describe New England, and it's the New England we've watched for two decades, and they're doing it again, Mm -hmm. which is why I sort of know what I'll get from New England on Monday. Buffalo is the fascinating wild card here. Are they ready to sort of go to that next level and do all these things and be able to go toe-to-toe with New England for four quarters, not make those mistakes? Are they actually the team that's now prepared come fourth quarter? They're the ones that are imposing their will and making New England blink first. It's is Buffalo made of the right stuff? And I think we'll get a great right. idea that Monday night, won't we? I love, yeah, I do. I, do. I love Sean McDermott. Mm-hmm. I love kind of his philosophical approach. You want to have a great conversation with Sean McDermott? Talk to him about wrestling. You know, he's a collegiate wrestler. The guy is, like, he loves it. He, in his scout, when he was a scout going back to his Philly days, man, that was one of the first things he looked for. All his scouts know that if the guy's got a wrestling background, It'll perk him up and go, oh, really? Let me, I'm intrigued. Color me intrigued. Does he know know about the Saturday Night Ride? (laughs) Has he seen the video of former producer Scott DeHub getting his ribs broken? (laughs) Yes, he has. (laughs) I'm sure you showed it to him. Yes. Uh, It was in his inbox (laughs) before before we had a conversation. Um, but yeah, you know, my my thought process is this. I think that I think Buffalo is a far more one-dimensional team. And like one thing I know about New England is they want to they want to you know that their big you know, their big company-wide mantra is to say make you play left-handed. Unless of course you're left-handed then they want to make you play right-handed. But you understand what I'm talking about. So that like they make you one-dimensional. If you're already one-dimensional coming into the game, you've already done that for them. And I, I, there may not be a better free agent signing this year than Matt Judon. Well, I mean, you talk about Baltimore. What are they missing? They're missing Matt Judon. And he's just been incredible off the edge for New England. Really smart football player. But again, that's what they have. They have smart, physical football players. Um, this is going to be a great matchup. Because it feels be like Buffalo's matchup. done so much to put all the right kind of ingredients, yeah. right kind of pieces in play, the right kind of attitudes right. and mindsets in play. But this is where you test it, right? You, right. you test it under the crucible that is a game like this Correct. against a team that has mastered it for two decades. And a Do team they... that's that, that's won, what, six in a row? Yeah. And their quarterback yeah. is their quarterback is, is the offensive rookie of the month, and, and he's playing – He's playing lights out football. That's going to be a great environment Monday night in Buffalo. Bills Mafia. Wow. That's going to be fun to watch. One other game to to bring up. Then we'll get to some picks. Cincinnati and the Chargers. It feels like two kids who've been at the kids' table their whole lives and are each desperately eager to get to the adult table. It does. And which one's ready to make that jump? Doesn't it feel like Cincinnati is starting to kind of – I mean, they went through a little lull here midseason. They started off hot, went through a little lull. But first and foremost, Joe Burrow's got a certain amount of swagger that I think has been infectious to this whole organization. 
They're running the ball. They're playing physical. I had them a week after they thunder-punched Baltimore. Uh, now, that was a close game up into the third quarter, but they just, they just, they're unrelenting in the pressure that they put on the opponent. Both sides of the ball, yeah. Mike. They really are. I mean, I, you know, um, I, I just, I really, I really, I'm looking, if I was looking at these two kind of being in these crossroads of who you're going to be, the Chargers losing to the Broncos and really getting dominated for the entirety of that game. And then on the flip side, Cincinnati just absolutely dominating Pittsburgh. Um, that's a game that I just look at like Cincinnati's ready to Cincinnati's ready to take a run at the division crown. So we're ready to do something, because I agree with you. We're ready to do something that no one's done since the days of Boomer Siason. Mm-hmm. We're ready to trust the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. The Bengals are about ready to icky shuffle on the rest of the NFC North. (laughs) Right? My man, Icky Woods. Icky Woods. Icky Woods. All right, let's get some picks. Last week, you just continue. You you are Mr. Consistency. You just keep churning out two-in-one weeks. I'm starting to panic a little bit. I started off really slowly, um, and I didn't want to bring this up, but I'm going to go ahead and, and bring it up now. The first like five or six weeks when I was kind of right there, maybe even a little behind you, I was picking with one eye closed. You were the Chiefs. Yeah. You were the Chiefs of picking. Yeah, just just, just rely, resting on my laurels. Yeah. Waiting to flip the switch. And then I flipped the switch, and I just been red hot. You have been. Red hot. All right, you go first there. Oh, I do? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even looked. <laughs> That's the beauty of me. I haven't even looked. <laughs> Um, like I said, folks, a childlike innocence. Yes, absolutely. All right, so first game. Uh, a team for me that's playing really exceptionally well right now, really kind of figured it out. Uh, they're sitting at 5-7. and seven. There's still some a glimmer of playoff hopes alive. Um, they take on the Giants, who are going to be without Danny Dimes. Um, I don't know what happened to Danny Dimes, but uh, Mike Glennon's going to take over that game. The Dolphins just playing with a lot of swag on the defensive side of the ball, bringing a lot of pressure. Do you know... Against Baltimore, when they blew Baltimore out on a Thursday night game, they played zero coverage, like 40 out of 55 snaps, something like that, where just all-out blitz. They're playing with a lot of swagger. The Giants, uh, even after a win against Philadelphia last week, I I still think the Giants are struggling. Uh, I'm going to go with the Dolphins, minus four in that one, to cover. Um, Then I'm going to go back. I'm going to stay within that division, um, uh, both – both that the same divisions, uh, the AFC East and the NFC East, Eagles-Jets. Do you know the Jets in the history of their franchise? Maybe you don't know this, but it's it, it just shows, it just points to the Jets being very jetty. They've never beaten the Eagles. How many times they played? 0-11. Oh, 0-11? I believe that was the, wow. what I read. 0-11. Oh, huh. Um. Eagles, Eagles let it slip through their fingertips. Four turnovers. That was one where all of a sudden the formula. That was a coaching thing. The formula of how we're going to win. You know, got they played the Giants and said, "Hey, we can win this while we expand our passing game because we're going to need yards." Mark, I realize that thirty-three carries they could have ran for four hundred yards and blown them out of the out of the stadium. 
But early in that game, they kept putting it in their quarterback hand, Jalen Hurts, take it out of his hands. They're going to run the ball for 800 yards. Uh, I'm going to get Eagles minus six and a half. I got the Eagles winning that by a touchdown or more. So that's uh, that's my two games. And then um, I think this is the weekend, and this is big. I mean, this is a big, big – no, I'm going to change. <laughs> uh, Didn't see that coming. I'm going to – I got uh, – I got. Marcus Morris, Markeith Morris whiplash right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm going to – oh, gosh, do I sh- – no, 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 no. I'm going to stick with it. I'm sticking with it. Rams minus 13 over Jacksonville. Ah, I was hoping you'd pass the, that one up. The, I got That's a get-right game. Right. The, the Rams need to get right. They've they've infused uh, their their organization with talent, but it hasn't panned out. People are starting to squirm. Did you ruin the chemistry of your team? This is where they get the chemistry back. Um, there's no better elixir for getting your chemistry back than playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'll give the 13. I'm taking the Rams. All right, that's fair. Uh, I'm going to quickly jump on the, the team that you've had the bromance with. and That's where I was going to change to. Yeah, so I'm yeah. going to quickly say thank you very much and scoop up the San Francisco uh, 49ers, even missing uh, Debo Samuel. Um Going on the road to play Seattle, giving up two and a half. I'll I'll take San Francisco. Seattle just looks like a red hot mess. Right I've got now. three and a half on my oh, line. Three and a half. Oh, it's moved you, really? up. Yes, okay. well, mine's the official line, All so right, we'll go fine. three we'll and a half. Three and a half. I'll take cherry pick at a point. Yeah, You're not getting it. <laughs> Every last point. Uh, I will take Buffalo. Um, I do think that New England is is legit, but I think this is more about Buffalo rising to the occasion and okay. being at home and only having to give up three, 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 giving up so three. I'll take, I'll take Buffalo there minus the uh, three and okay, that's oh and two and I'll probably regret this, but um, I'm going to take Cincinnati. I'm going to trust the Bengals, the natty. I'm going to take the natty. If you told me at the start of the season, I like that. I was week thinking 13, about that. I'd be uh, taking the Bengals and trusting the Bengals. I, but I'm going to do that. Yeah. Minus the two and a half minus three. Okay. Here you go. Look at you. Look at you. Minus 17, Mike. Making the rules up. <laughs> minus, minus, minus 17. Three. Minus three. three uh, points. That was another one that I was thinking about taking. All right. That's okay. All right. We'll see that's what happens. All right. all right. For everybody involved in the Stink Truth Podcast, we thank you so much for listening. Truly appreciate you guys for our presenting sponsors. Great folks over at Bet Rivers. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers. Download the app and uh, check them out. BetRivers.com. Also, Great folks over at Dude Wipes. Uh, I tell you what, use them all the time. Don't go anywhere without them. Dude Wipes. Check them out at dudeproducts.com. Use the promo code STINK15 for 15% off. And uh, my company, Stinking Good Green Chili. Check it out uh, at stinkinggood.com. That's uh, 1G, stinkinggood.com. Um, and, uh, and, and get yourself some holiday cheer, some Pork green chili, chicken green chili, all gluten-free, vegetarian green chili, and our queso dip as well. For Mike, I'm Mark. Thank you so much for listening. For Millennial Ben, we appreciate you, and we'll be back with you next week.